All right. Good afternoon. Welcome. It is Wednesday, May 26th. This is Seattle's Eastside Real Estate Podcast. And this is the podcast dedicated to living and working and uh, recreating on the East Side. Please feel free to comment and share as we are live on Facebook. If you're listening to our recorded version on YouTube, Google uh, Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, please make sure you subscribe and uh, review our podcast. We would so much appreciate that. Today, we're going to be welcoming Laura Taylor from Honest, 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 Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services to to uh, discuss how to celebrate 2021 summer in style. I have a feeling it's going to be a big, long party this year. But before we get to our guest, Laura, of course, it's time for some real talk. And during our real talk segment today, we're going to be discussing three things to to prioritize when selling your home. Um, I got to tell you, um, I this I absolutely love this part of the business selling a home, but there are some pitfalls that sellers need to be aware of. So our first one is keeping your emotions in check when selling a home. Now, I, uh, I think the first time this really struck me was probably about 12, 13 years ago, when I helped a good friend of mine sell their family home where they had raised their two daughters. And we're going through the whole entire process. And I've got a, um, a, uh, a inspection response from the buyer stating that they're agreeing to the uh, solutions that the seller provided on the inspection contingency. And the seller just kind of turns and looks at me with just a little bit of a tear in his eye. And he says, so this is it. And I said, yeah, this is it. They agreed to it. And what I realized is what he meant is this is it. They're selling their family home. And it really just struck me as understanding that the dynamic that comes into play when selling a home is very, very emotional. It's emotional for a first-time home seller. And one thing that's unique about a first-time home seller is sometimes they're the owner of that house for over 30 years. So as a seller, to be prepared for this, you may want to follow some tips to emotionally separate from your home. It's not going to be easy. One of the tips uh, that recently one of my past sellers suggested is just move your stuff out. And what does that mean? Well, they had a bunch of stuff that living in the home for you know 30 plus, well, it was 20 years in this case. And uh, they were trying to figure out what they were going to keep and what they were going to donate and what they were going to trash. And, you know, we have people that can come in and help folks with that. But one of the biggest challenges with this particular situation was there were time constraints. So in hindsight, she said to me, I think in the future, what you should tell somebody in my situation is just move our stuff into storage. Just take it all, all of it into storage. And then that way we can kind of go through that storage um, and sorting process over time. So emotions are a big deal. And when it comes to pricing and prepping the home, if the motions come to play, um, sometimes it can cloud your vision. So that takes us to the uh, second point that I was going to make uh, far, as far as uh, things to prioritize. And the second uh, thing to prioritize is to get your home ready properly. So oftentimes, I can say this politely, but the best thinking is what led homeowners to do the type of remodeling or decorating that they did. Let me just say that again. The best thinking led homeowners to the remodeling or decorating that they have done. And I am not the only one who has walked into a house and said, what? Right? So it was their best thinking. So it's important to have an independent third party, preferably not your real estate agent, because I have to tell you, as far as interior decorating and stuff like that, I'm no pro. 
but find a third party, an independent third party as a home seller and ask them to come in and say, what are the trends this year? What should we do to either lightly remodel or, or uh, redecorate so that you have an experience where uh, future buyers can actually picture themselves in your home, right? So some people may not like a uh, green colored carpet. Others may, right? But the, the, the thing that we do know is that there's a bell curve on some of these things. So it's, it's a really strong recommendation uh, that when you are preparing the house, that you allow your emotions to step out and the professionals to come in and show you how to present it in the best light, because every seller at the end of the day, whether they're a first time home seller or they've done it um, you know, five times in the last 25 years, every home seller has a unique feel that they need to get step out of and allow the masses to be able to see themselves in their house. Now, the third most important priority when selling your home is pricing. And it, it, all three of these things kind of come together. So um, emotions come into play when setting a pricing because you may see value on it, but you've got to trust the professionals to help present to you a price that will um, reasonably allow the largest amount of potential qualified buyers to see your home as a value. Now we're in an extreme hot market and a lot of agents uh, may consider just doing anything they want to price a house. It's like, I feel like that should be 975, let's go. But it does take a lot of care to consider where we've come from and um, what is happening in that current market. So um, when it comes to pricing the house, here's how we do it. It starts out way in advance prior to us meeting with the seller. But what we do is we start to look at the automated valuation models, those items out there that give us a clue as to where to aim the target. I kind of treat it like a bullseye on the wall. That is our automated valuation number. So we get a number where there's a grouping and sometimes that grouping is really tight, meaning you know, you're seeing between 825 and 860. And sometimes it's a little all over where one may say 775 and the other one says, you know, 860. That's a, that's a much broader target. So after doing that, there are two things, three things to look at. There's those people that have sold, which is history. Those that are pending, which is current history. And then those that you're competing with. So in order to price a house right, it's it's a moving target right now because there's a lot of escalations and changes, but you have to start with history. Then you go to the pendings. And in some cases you'll get some insight in the neighborhood, but because inventory has been so low right now, there's not as many case studies. I mean, not as many homes that compare with this specific home. And then finally you go with the active. So what are you actively going to be competing against this week? So we may do that pricing strategy way before we meet the seller for the first time. Then we, uh, we meet with them and we learn some different things about the home that we didn't know from the automated valuations. And then as we get ready to determine a pricing strategy, um, and then finally the week of, that's how it's priced. So there are a lot of things to consider when uh, selling your house, a lot of things to prioritize. But if you start with keeping your emotions in check, prepare the house properly, and then price it right. That is, to uh, borrow Laura's terms, a recipe for success. So I guess I had to throw that in there. <laughs> All right, that'll conclude our Real Talk for today. If you're interested in this and any other topics we covered in this segment, 
please check out our website, the eastsiderealestateteam.com. You can go to the blog section. You can also find us on YouTube. Just Google the Eastside Real Estate Team where we've got all of our, um, all of our uh, podcasts broken out. And then, like I said, you can subscribe on Google or um, I think Spotify, Google Podcasts and uh, it, um, Apple Podcasts. So we would love to have you subscribe and share if you like any of the content that we do. And if you have real estate related questions, you wanna go deeper on some of these real talk conversations, you can call us, just reach us directly at 425-200-4093. I appreciate you listening. I'm the managing broker for the Eastside Real Estate team. Now we have a short commercial break, but after that we will be bringing Chef Laura Taylor. Um, so here is our short commercial. Are you tired, feeling overwhelmed, disorganized, and like you're busy, but you're not getting any results you want? Well, last week we spoke with Debbie Rosemont of Simply Placed. And what we found out is that she has helped thousands of people have more time for what matters most to them. You can book a free discovery call with her today to explore how she can help you get clear on your priorities, take control over your time, create and execute systems and a plan of action that get you the results you want. Go to itssimplyplace.com. That's I-T-S, it's simplyplace.com. So there's two S's right next to each other. Or give her a call at 206-579-5743. That's 206-579-5743. You will not regret a conversation uh, with, <clears throat> with Debbie. Excuse me. Mm. Let me get a drink of water. All right. All right. Now we are going back to our show. Um, we are here with Chef Laura Taylor. And let me tell you a little bit about Laura. She is a certified personal chef and the owner of Honest to Goodness, which was founded in April of 2012. Her 10-year award-winning career in catering sales and event planning, including the management over, of over 11 million in corporate, social, and nonprofit events for Marriott Hotels and El Gaucho Bellevue. Laura's training in sales, marketing, and business development, combined with her passion for cooking and food service, has successfully established her company in, at the forefront of personal chef services in the greater Seattle area. Honest to Goodness is a team of cooking professionals that serves busy people like me who uh, don't, want, don't have the time and don't want to cook for themselves or their families. Uh, quite frankly, I don't have a little lot of time for that. They do offer a full range of personalized solutions, including custom menu planning, grocery shopping, in-home cooking, dinner parties, cooking classes, kitchen organization, and virtual events. A la, thanks, uh, thanks to COVID, right? Under Laura's direction, Honest to Goodness is also proud to serve as the Seattle Seahawks international business leaders and some custom event experiences. Chef Laura is honored to have been nominated as the 2015 and 2017 Personal Chef of the Year by the United States Personal Chef Association. That was a mouthful. Welcome to the show, Laura. Yes, thank you so much, Dan. It's a pleasure being here today, and I appreciate the extensive introduction. Yes. So tell. let's just start at the top. Um, oh, actually, before I get to your questions, I have one question. Because uh, this is somewhat about living on the east side, I'd like to hear your story. Tell me about the home you grew up in. Oh, gosh. Well, I grew up in Houston, Texas. I was born in Houston, and then my family moved to a city called Sugarland, which is a, a kind of a suburb of, of Houston, about uh, 20 minutes southwest. 
And um, gosh, the home I grew up in, it, it was, uh, you know, a modest, modest enough home. We had uh, my parents and my sister, who's a few years older than I, and I grew up in the kitchen. Um, my mother would hate to hear me say that I didn't think she or my grandmothers were the most wonderful cooks, but they still did very well and taking care of their families. And I just always wanted to be part of the action, uh, cooking in the kitchen and learning and just hostessing whenever my family would have uh, dinner parties. Um, so yeah, that's where I started. And I've been in Seattle since 2006 now. So uh, just over 15 years. And this is definitely my home. I love the Northwest. Awesome. So let's go down to uh, honest to goodness. What is a personal chef and what do you do? Sure. Well, uh, like a lot of what you mentioned in the introduction, a personal chef is responsible for preparing customized meals for multiple households each week, whether it's busy professional families, couples, or even elderly clients. Uh, there's also a distinction as being a private chef where you might cook just for one family, maybe more so as their domestic employee versus uh, having multiple clients a week. Um, we do a lot of home entertaining, uh, in-home entertaining occasions for birthday dinners, holiday gatherings, home weddings. Um, and also we do, we're a great resource to help people organize their kitchen. And if anybody has special dietary needs and they're not sure what to do with it, we can also advise on recipes or recipe modifications for those diets. Okay. So how okay. is honest to goodness different from some of the other personal chefs in the area? So we are exclusively an in-home service to ensure that our clients have a highly uh, customized service experience and the freshest food possible. We don't prepare food offsite in a commercial kitchen that's delivered uh, in to-go containers. We want uh, to be working in our clients' home kitchens, using their cooking equipment, their storage containers, everything is all nicely packaged up and arranged in their refrigerator. And um, yeah, we just don't wanna do a lot of mass production food. We really wanna focus on quality. And uh, currently our team has eight chefs in the company that are employed by us and we are looking to hire more. Um, collectively, our team represents almost 200 years worth of culinary experience. So we've got a lot of talents that we can bring to your table, which is our tagline. Right. So I, I'm gonna go off the script a little bit here. So I'm just kind of thinking out loud from a standpoint of, who would be somebody that would be a good fit for you uh, as, as adding to the team? Because it sounds to me like this is like a really ideal service for anybody because there are a ton of services out there where you can have it prepped and shipped to you, right? So, right. so what, is, what is the temperament or the type of person that you're looking to add uh, to, to your team? Well, I'm fortunate that we have a lot of unicorns on our team and it is hard finding them, but uh, we are looking for somebody who loves to cook, has a great personality, very sociable, uh, whether you have a culinary degree or just a very seasoned home cook. Um, customer service is huge, of course. And we have a high level of trust in our team because we're working in people's homes and it's what the food they're putting in their bodies and what they're feeding their children. Mm -hmm. um, our, our position is typically part-time, anywhere from 20 to 30 hours a week. So it's a great way to supplement maybe a side gig, or maybe you're a little bit more mature in your career and you don't want the hustle and bustle of a 40 plus hour work week. So um, yeah, it's uh, definitely a fun way to bring your passion for cooking to, to people in, a, in an active service without being in the crazy restaurant industry. Yeah, crazy restaurant. I, so I spent many years in the crazy restaurant industry and um, sometimes 
us front of the house people were like, we really don't want the back of the house people coming up front because your your customer service skills are kind of lacking when we come back there and <laughs> complain about this stuff. But of course, there are plenty of people that have both. So I'll keep an eye yes. out. And if uh, anybody out there is watching and they know of a somebody that fits that bill, please reach out to us. I, I know that um, I know that would be great. All right. So back to um, our, uh, our our questions here. As Washington begins to open up, how do you anticipate this is going to affect your business? Well, we are definitely seeing a lot of new business for summer entertaining since people have been in lockdown mode for the past year. People are vaccinated. They're ready for what we're calling post-pandemic parties. And uh, Honest to Goodness is embracing these developments. Uh, as I mentioned, we're actively hiring for talent to join our team so that we can serve more families on a weekly basis and serve more home entertaining occasions through the summer and fall months and getting ready for the holiday season later this year. Uh, we'll continue to take the COVID precautions very seriously to ensure the health and safety of our team and our clients. So we're definitely uh, definitely ready for it. So a different kind of PPP, post-pandemic yes. parties. I love it. Yes. All right. <laughs> So um, as, as that is the case, what's the difference between hiring a caterer and hiring a personal chef? So when you hire a caterer, your food is made in a commercial kitchen that you can't see. You don't know who's making your food. You're not, you don't know the sanitation standards and the cleanliness of the, of the facility. Uh, depending on the size of the event that you're catering, oftentimes the food or elements of your meal can be prepped a couple days in advance. So, um, you know, then you've got to transport the food to keep it sensitive to the time and the temperature. And it's just ultimately not as fresh as having an in-home chef prepare your food right then and there in your kitchen. We'll make sure everything is super fresh. We also love engaging with the guests because the heart of the kitchen is the heart of people's homes. Mm -hmm. And so we're oftentimes hanging with the guests, answering questions, giving them cooking tips, swapping culinary advice. Um, so that is just an extra kind of personality advantage that we bring to, to our uh, home entertaining events. So then, um, I mean, obviously there, this is one, this is like a two-part question is like, what happens if you have a subpar kitchen or you have knives that aren't really super sharp? Because I can't remember the last time we sharpened our knives. I mean, what happens there? Well, we're used to working in all sorts of environments. We've worked in amazing kitchens. We've worked in limited kitchens. Uh, we're very well-versed and in being versatile. And that's just, you know, definitely part of our, of our nature is we have to be quick on our toes, think fast and uh, just react to whatever we have to work with. Um, our part of our planning process though, is to have a complimentary consultation with our clients so we can ask those questions. What is your kitchen like? What appliances do you have? What equipment do you have? Um, what might we need to bring in uh, to supplement uh, their, their equipment or their supplies? And uh, every chef loves his or her knife. So we always bring our own knives. Usually we have a, a kit of some sort with other little odds and ends. Uh, I don't go anywhere without a corkscrew and a cigar cutter amongst other things. <laughs> so um, yeah, we're, we're definitely adept at all of that. Okay. So um, are there any size constraints? What, what's the kind of size of the party you could do? Well, we definitely uh, specialize in the more intimate occasions, kind of that four to 10 person, small family or friend group, or even uh, business associates. So that's perfect for one chef to handle uh, single-handedly um, to do appetizers and, and a multi-course plated dinner. Um, but because we have so many chefs on our team, we can handle larger events. If your home can handle a hundred people, we can bring three or four chefs to knock it out of the park. Uh, once we know your event uh, vision and plans. We'll work out a specific menu and style of service that makes sense for what you're looking for. Um, and we certainly want to make sure that the event host looks amazing to the guests and that they can enjoy just a stress-free experience. Do you guys also clean up? 
we do clean up absolutely so soup to nuts from planning the menu shopping serving pouring drinks typically your kitchen is as clean if not cleaner than when we found it by the time you're getting up from the table that's actually kind of a that's you know that's a different way to enjoy a dinner party right because yes. it's in your home it's with your stuff it's interactive but then you're not like schlepping all the cleanup for the last hour and a half and then when you're done with the dinner party you're like why did i even do that right and and you're not going to wake up to a sink full of dirty dishes that, yeah. to deal with the following morning that's yeah, terrible that's cool that's that's yeah. great sounds yeah, fun man to... i want to throw a party now okay so what let's else, do it <laughs> what else is your team doing this summer uh, that listeners would enjoy well, we've definitely embraced virtual events over the last year, including virtual cooking demos and beverage tastings. Our beverage events include tasting kits that will uh, assemble, whether it's wine or spirits or beer. We assemble a tasting kit, then ship it to the attendees for a Zoom event. Um, and we've partnered with an amazing local sommelier expert to co-host the event. She leads a blind tasting and provides a lot of fun education for those who are attending. Uh, we actually have a rosé tasting coming up on June 10th. 10th. And then uh, in honor of the 4th of July holiday weekend, we're going to do a patriotic beer tasting on July 1st. So uh, some fun events there on the oh, cooking so you side. Do these virtual events, yeah? We do. Yes. Okay. I mean, we can do them in person as people feel comfortable, but mm -hmm. we can offer these virtually as well. Okay, excellent. And then on the cooking side of things, we have a Father's Day weekend class coming up, which will be kind of a dads and kids cooking event, um, and then a pie making class in July. So Lots of fun things coming up this summer. We'll, I'm not sure how long we'll stay in the virtual event world, but uh, we have that option available for people. Yeah, you know, the, the pandemic did bring a lot of things and a lot of change and some innovations that I think I agree with you. They can kind of, they can kind of stay the same. It mm -hmm. is a way for you to reach maybe a few more people. Did you guys do cooking classes and stuff like that last year? We did. Uh, we've always been available for in-person classes or demos. Um, and every, all of those are customized to whatever the host wants to do, whether, you know, specific cuisine or learning certain techniques, but, um, definitely shifted into more virtual last year. And since then. Okay. Now I noticed on your website, you guys sell products as well. Um, what do you got? Yes. Well, last year we decided to add an e-commerce shop to our site to sell high quality food and non-food gift items that our chef team has curated. Um, you know, we are proud to be an industry leader in our local market to do good and make a positive difference for people, both in our services and now in our products. So in our shop, you can find great coffee, a collection of herbal teas, a muffin but love making Bix, uh, barbecue spice rub. A muffin but love? Muffin but love, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I do love wordplay and food puns. Pardon me for that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool name. Um, and then I also created, uh, you know, I've got always have dishpan hands. My hands are always dry. So I created this um, creme de la balm, as I call it, which is a great little kind of hand salve. So we've got a lot of great partnerships with local partners in the in the region to support local and shop local. Um, and certainly want to put out some great products for people to enjoy. Okay. Um, so how can a personal chef work with real estate agents and mortgage lenders? Well, Dan, the market is beyond hot right now, as you know. Yeah. And over the last year, with interest rates being so low and home prices increasing, several agents and lenders have reached out to us to buy gift certificates that they can thank their team members, gift to their buyers and sellers. So we would definitely love to connect with the real estate industry to reward people for all their hard work and the, the gains that they're making. Uh, we can provide delicious food for weekday dinners or, or a housewarming party. Gosh, I was thinking uh, we could bribe, like as a buyer, we could bribe the seller and throw them a housewarming party with you guys, or house, 
going away party, right? That'd Absolutely. Be cool. That would like be say, cool. Listen, if you accept our offer, uh, we're going to throw in a uh, uh, going away party for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Really or or a week's worth of free food. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. I, I can yeah. think of lots of great ideas. Well, Laura, we've got one last question here for you. What is your favorite summertime party food to make? I'm certainly a grilling and chilling kind of gal when the weather is nice. And being from Texas, as I mentioned, barbecue and Tex-Mex are high on my list. So uh, if I'm always down for barbecue, brisket, any kind of marinated meat, seafood, veggies, and definitely bring on the margaritas and the mojitos. Margaritas, mojitos. Fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was really a pleasure to speak with you. Um, how can our listeners get a hold of you or get in touch with you? Thank you, Dan. Uh, well, our website is honesttogoodness.com. We've got tons of information on there. Our social is at Honest to Goodness Seattle, mostly for Facebook and Instagram. So you can follow us there to find, uh, keep updated on what we're doing, the food we're making, team updates, fun things that we have going on. And we welcome, certainly welcome any opportunity to help people out with some awesome food. Well, awesome. Laura, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Dan. Take care. Take care. All right. Well, that is the end of our show because I am so smart. I don't have any stump the broker questions. I guess my team is just like enthralled with my ability to answer all the questions. So we'll just have to save that for the next time. Um, if you or someone you know has a fabulous business that is a part of the East Side scene that we can feature on our podcast, please put us in touch. We would love to feature and support those local businesses. And if you decide that now is the right time to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, let's let's connect today to discuss your options. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time, whenever that may be.